Okay, so I'm going to run this song, a little song I've been practicing. It's from my second album. It's called Jai Hong. And I'm going to be performing in Sydney and Melbourne next month. It's my almost first performance without my boys. So it's a new thing for me. Welcome to Divine Throughline. I'm Ma Ananda Srimati, sometimes known as Julie Pyatt. 
And I'm here to share with you musings and perspectives on what it really truly means to live a life divine. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi, everyone. Welcome, cosmic family, friends, uh, beloveds, dear ones who are joining from all over the planet today. Thank you so much for listening to Divine Throughline and for being a part of this conscious transformation and connecting with uh, what is beyond our physical experience and how can we integrate our spiritual essence into our physical lives and truly embody divinity walking on this planet now in this moment. So it's been an amazing week, uh, full of surprises. (laughs) I think we all are surprised uh, often when we uh, look at the news or check Twitter or check in at what's happening in the uh, political landscape these days. Um, I also had a very busy week. I am off of my schedule. Um, I would apologize, but I I can't uh, apologize for the flow of life and what is right and natural in the moment. So thanks for bearing with me. Um, I turned my cheese book in. That that means the actual manuscript. I think when you do a book, there's so many different stages and things that you have to turn in and deadlines. So there's not just one deadline, but this was a huge deadline. So I had to check every single recipe, every word um, to make sure that it was ready to go to print. And um, that came uh, on the heels of testing 80 recipes in the last, I don't know, three weeks, two weeks. So crazy moment for Leah and I in our in our kitchen studio. Um, but anyway, I... I Thankfully, got that in on Friday morning at about 5 a.m., and then I went right into a photo shoot for a really cool magazine called Naturally Danny Seo. I don't know if any of you guys caught our episode on his series on MPC. It's on Saturday mornings, but anyway, we were on that show uh, maybe six months ago, and I never saw it because I don't own a television, and just didn't catch it online. Um, but anyway, apparently we did really well and they had really great ratings. And he told me during the shoot that they had like 25,000 downloads of my cashew mac and cheese recipe that, that week or that day, which is pretty groovy. So I'm really happy to hear about that. Um, so the shoot was fantastic. Danny was really cool. He let me co-produce it. Um, he really featured me, which was beautiful. And, uh, was referring to me as the vegan Nigella Lawson. Hmm. That's a perspective. Definitely. Uh, I appreciate that a lot. Um, so anyway, I am really, really excited about food. Uh, I want to do, and I'm going to be moving into covering food in the coming weeks. Um, it's actually appropriate with the release of my book in June. Um, but also over the weekend, I was at a documentary of, um, our friends, uh, Keely Brosnan, who uh, produced and directed a documentary about the poisoning of the Hawaiian islands uh, by big companies testing with very toxic pesticides. So um, I may be having her on in the next weeks. The name of the film is called Poison in Paradise. And it's a very, very important subject. Um, the, uh, the health and the um, organic Um, preservation of our seeds is something that we all should care very, very deeply about. I had the pleasure of meeting uh, Vandana Shiva over at 
uh, Pierce and Keeley's house um, some months ago. My boys are very, very good friends with their son, Dylan. So Dylan is in my house many days and we spend a lot of time together and uh, have gotten to know this family very well. So anyway, um, Vandana Shiva is, uh, she's just, she's a living saint. She actually is a living saint. She's an Indian woman, uh, if you don't know about her, and she has dedicated her life to fighting the big uh, corporations who came in to take over the food supply in India and all over the world. She is extraordinary. She is fierce. She is a, a devotional uh, not emotional. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. And she's a living example of how to be merged in divinity and yet be very active in standing up for what is right. So I definitely look to her. It would be extraordinary if I ever got the opportunity to have her on the podcast, but please uh, Google her and get in touch with her. I think we all could benefit greatly from uh, just imbibing the way that she is exists in life, like in her being. And she is a fierce mama. She is a lioness. She is, uh, you know, she is strong and courageous and, uh, and fierce. And I think this is a, um, you know, a quality that as women and as those of us that are interested in cultivating our feminine energy, we have to understand that this does not mean that we are, you know, uh, sort of cowering in the background or being very soft or always being uh, agreeable to what people might like us to look like. So being a, a feminine force is about being a, a mom and the mother is uh, is wise and courageous and fierce when she needs to be. So again, um, just something for us to, uh, to meditate on and an individual who's truly, truly doing amazing things on this planet. So Vandana Shiva, and, um, I hope to get Keely on the show actually pretty soon, um, so that we can start talking about food. Um, I also have been, really kind of surprised. Uh, I think I was maybe living in my own bubble, which is of course easy for all of us to do. Being um, somebody who healed themselves of a, of a cyst through Ayurveda and diet and herbs, and then becoming vegan and supporting my husband Rich to uh, do all his amazing races and athletic uh, double Ironman uh, athletic races, I guess. Perform. I was going to say performance, but I don't know. Is is the athlete performing? Maybe. <laughs> so, um, but being a vegan family and having authored, uh, co-authored the Plant Power Way with Rich, and you know, stepped into cook, you know, cooking and preparing vegan food, uh, I really didn't realize just how many people are not eating plant based. <laughs> And I'm talking about within my own community, you know, people that I have over here that I've cooked for that, you know, they have all the resources that it's not like they don't know how to eat this way. They know how to eat this way and they understand everything. And for some reason, I'm repeatedly seeing it in the human collective or just in my community when I go out that people are just ordering, you know, like huge slabs of bloody meat, like, you know, like at lunch. And I'm, I, I had to start scratching my head and I was thinking, I'm really in a bubble. Like I, I really am not in touch. And so I've been meditating on this and trying to figure out why, you know, why that would be, um, because I really believe that humans are caring 
deeply empathic, loving, uh, amazingly um, compassionate individuals by design. And so um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I have the answer. But I think for me, the one the one key thing that's missing is this spiritual connection. Really, really understanding that we are a divine emanation of this creative, uh, omniscient, uh, universal God force, and that we are all connected. And uh, I there's a gap. There's like a, it's like there's a disconnect. And as I grow and I'm evolving as well, I'm going deeper into those um, realms and starting to, you know, expand my um, communication with everything that's unseen. And I'm, I am feeling a split in a lot of ways uh, with various uh, communities and people. Um, they're, they're just not connected to, this divine um, essence that is within all of us. And as we turn our attention to um, the election uh, results and to what is going on in our presidential office right now, um, it's the reason I, I name this week's podcast Frustration Into Knowing is I'm on Twitter. It's not my favorite social media um, uh, platform. I actually prefer Instagram, but I do go on Twitter and just sort of thumb through to kind of see what's going on. And you can get like completely taken into, uh, this rabbit hole of just complete, um, horror, frustration, like disbelief, like how is this happening right now? It's like a bad reality TV show that is playing out, you know, in our society every single day. And it's important to know what's going on because we cannot sit in a cave or, stay home and, and, and allow our world to be, um, manipulated. Uh, so I do believe that we do need to stand up. You need to pick the causes and the things that are in alignment with you, that feel good to you, that feel natural to you. But the key thing in all of this is that we must remain neutral. Wow. That is really a task. We have to remain neutral. And that's what I just said earlier, this, this saying, uh, be devotional, not emotional. And Guru Singh mentioned this in class a few weeks ago. Um, and it's something that Yogi Bhajan had said. And of course I loved it cause I'm totally devoted to everything. Um, and I, I have seen the fruits of this energy expressed in my life. It has, brought me so much beauty and joy and awareness and wisdom to be a devoted person. Um, and, but that's the key. It's like, if we're emotional and just angry and frustrated and complaining, really, you know, just complaining about how could this be like this? You know, how could these, these things be happening? we need to get our shit together. Okay. <laughs> so this is what is required of spiritual practice. It's like, we don't have the luxury to be emotionally emotional and out of control. We absolutely right now at this moment, do not have that luxury. And the only thing that is going to see us through this play that has begun that is going to get weirder and more intense before it balances out. 
The only way, the only wise way, the only intelligent way from my perspective is to cultivate that connection with your divinity. That is the starting point. Because if you have that starting point, then you will spontaneously be in right action, be in right speech, be in right thought, right mind, right heart. You cannot act out of balance when you are in line with your divinity, when you truly are connected. And there's different layers of that awareness and that can be cultivated over time and over various practices. But by simply having that perspective, waking up and understanding that you walk this earth simply by the grace of God, and you are an emanation of that. There is no guilt or shame or punishment associated with being a divine emanation of God consciousness. And I'm not talking about God with a wand. That's not, I don't use that word that way. And I probably should not use that word. I love that word because of what it means to me, but I understand that it has so many negative connotations for so many people. So you can call it the force consciousness. Sometimes I call it uh, the creative force, the omniscient creative force. Um, you know, the one with a capital O, you can call it what you like, but understand right now, you are no less spiritual than I am. I am no less spiritual than the Dalai Lama. Every single one of us is a spiritual being and we have that potentiality. It's a potential, but because we're in a free will universe, you have to exercise that will. You have to say, come to me come to me, come through me, be with me, emanate through me, beloved creation. Let me be an instrument of your light, your love, your peace, your understanding, your joy, your freedom. Let me be an instrument of that. And when you meet people that have different perspectives than you do, go closer to them, stand closer to them, you know, we, we cannot draw lines in the sand of our beliefs and create a dogma around it and expect to transform and find peace. I received a letter, uh, on Facebook from a lady, um, and she had gone to the website to purchase tickets for Rich and my events in Melbourne and Sydney coming up. They're actually on March 16th in Sydney and March 17th in Melbourne. If you're interested in that, you can go to livingtheplantpowerway.com and find out more about it. Uh, but she wrote to me and she was very, um, very sweet and very balanced, but very concerned that Rich and I had um, agreed to work with Sumo Salad, who is a salad chain in Australia who serves meat and dairy on their menu. And she said that she went to buy the tickets and then didn't buy the tickets because, you know, we were being sponsored by this individual. And, you know, this is, um, this is the issue. This is the problem. If we only interact with people that think the way we think, then we're just preaching to the choir and we're not really activating ch change and transformation. So would I prefer that Sumo Salad became an all-vegan company? Absolutely. That would be extraordinary. But you know what? They're not. But you know what they did do? They actually got some uh, resources together 
and made it possible for us to come down to Australia, first of all, which is extraordinary because so many of our tribe are in Australia. We're so looking forward to meeting you guys. It's just, it's going to be amazing. So thank you. Um, also sumo salad asked me to design vegan options for our event and things that, uh, they, uh, I believe may keep on their menu. So we are collaborators. We are about interacting with people and standing in our own vibration, sharing our experience without judgment, without, um, uh, you know, I guess preaching or, or telling somebody how they should live. We can only share from our experience and from our experience, living a plant-based diet, our lifestyle has completely transformed our entire family. And this is the way we prefer to live. We are thriving in it. We are, we are thriving and happy and healthy and it, we wouldn't have it any other way. So the only place I'm going from a plant-based uh, diet would be to ingesting sunlight and air and stopping to eat completely. <laughs> so, so this way of cooking, um, you know, as I have shared in the plant power way, I am absolutely over the moon to share with you the cheese book. Um, it is, uh, an extraordinary collection of technique and of pure natural ingredients that taste better than cheese actually. And, it's delicious. It's creamy. It's tangy. It's full bodied. And these processes are mind blowing that it's actually, that we're actually even able to do that with out using milk. It's one of those examples that I think is going to carry us through to those, to rising up out of this, uh, this horror film <laughs> that is playing out on the planet. We have to laugh too. You guys have got to keep your humor. I mean, if we don't laugh and giggle, then it's going to be a lot less fun. Um, and I do, you know, just have to say that, um, Saturday Night Live has been, you know, genius. So, uh, really seen moments that sort of harken back to John Belushi, truly, truly epic comedy, so well expressed. But don't get stuck there, okay? We can have a little comedic relief, and then we have to return to our balance, to our compassion, to understanding that everybody's playing their part, to understand that um, we need to be doing something every day uh, to um, embody love, peace, beauty, brotherhood, sisterhood, community, compassion, empathy for all life. You know, so maybe if you can't save a refugee today, you could not eat meat today. That would save an animal. That's a start. It's still violence. It's the same energy. Do you see? So there's many things we can do in our own life. You can make a decision to speak to your wife kindly. You can um, just make a decision to not yell at your child. You know, it, it can be, uh, little things that make a huge difference. Um, and then also find some organization, you know, uh, environmental or, um, uh, you know, Planned Parenthood or, you know, anything that is the ACLU, anything that's preserving these kind of attributes and find a way to make a monthly donation, you know, just 10 bucks, whatever. If we all gave 10 bucks, we'll be golden. So, um, anyway, that's what I wanted to share about that. But I do want to turn to some spiritual 
wisdom. And I want to, I've mentioned her on the podcast before, but I want to let you guys know about an extraordinary uh, being named Lauren Gorgo. I don't know her personally, but I've been following her online for many years. And she is uh, working with a consciousness called the Palladian um, Council. And they are, in my experience, a frequency of extremely loving um, uh, energy or beings that are in support and uh, partnership with humanity. They're one of the races that is guiding us into transformation. And their messages are always uplifting, always beautiful. And Lauren is, she's from the East Coast. I think she's from Brooklyn. I'm not really sure. Um, she has gone through, you know, a very intense spiritual transformation, uh, similar to what I went through, I believe for the last nine years. And, um, she has managed to offer this website that is so accessible. The way she writes is so, it's kind of like girlfriendy. It's kind of like, oh, cosmic Palladian, but oh, girlfriendy. So that works really well to sort of take the, you know, the mystery or the separation out of this concept that, uh, you know, we are not alone. And um, also many of us, and we are aliens from other star systems who came here to incarnate to be a part of this change on the planet. So as Guru Singh was sharing, uh, and shares so beautifully, if you haven't connected with Guru Singh, uh, really Google uh, LA, is it Yoga LA West, or is it LA Yoga West? Uh, anyway, Google him, find him, get his books. He's a joy. He's a treasure. Just a beautiful human being and very expanded soul. And I'm I feel very, um, very comforted that he's on the planet and that he's going to stay, you know, he says he's in, he's in for the next 30 years. So he's 72. He's going to, he's going to stay around. So, um, so check him out. But, um, anyway, so I want to read something from Lauren's, uh, latest newsletter. You can subscribe to her newsletter on her website. It's called thinkwithyourheart.com. And if you just subscribe to the monthly, um, it's called the 5D Report. Uh, it's just a wonderful infusion of support and nourishment for all of us who are, you know, uh, wanting to connect deeper and and wanting to uh, transform and evolve out of this crazy situation. So anyway, okay, I'm going to read this to you. This is. Um, I believe this is channeled directly from the Palladians because sometimes she writes in her words and then sometimes she chant, she writes in their channel. So I'm not sure. Well, I won't say that it's just from either of them. But anyway, this is Lauren Gorgo that I'm reading right now. If you find that you are still attached to the dismantling world, personally unresolved with it in any way, and it's always personal, know that the world will continue to seem very real painful even, as long as you are still harboring lower density emotions or what she's calling wounding. That's how holograms work. Our personal resonance creates or projects the illusion that a reality is real in order to convince us of the frequency we are tuned into. So for example, if we are still carrying the energy of victimization within we will draw on all the information, communication, and experiences 
from the world around us to prove the veracity of that truth we are convinced of via, via our own wounding. Okay, really, really important. So this is kind of like Eckhart Tolle, the master of presence, uh, speaks about the pain body. So what he's talking about is if you have a pain body and you're carrying wounding or pain from a past experience, and you walk into a public place, and then let's say there's another individual who also has wounding. That wounding is an entity, so to speak. It's an energy, or we could call it even a possession. It's something that's living that could be living in you that's a very, you know, it's very set up. It's a living energy. And so what happens is those two fear energies, they find each other and they connect and they create something. So like that that guy might push you on the way to the bathroom, you know, something really bizarre like that. But this stuff is real, you know, thoughts are things. Energy is something. And so again, we're getting back to if you have unresolved wounding within you that is um, creating this predisposition to view the world in a specific way, you will create those events to uh, confirm that for you. So this brings us back to examining the power of taking a spiritual perspective, of choosing a spiritual perspective in all things, the great power in it, because it takes you out of that whole story of wounding. And so you'll be able to start to cultivate the experiences of miracles, of uh, divinity, of uh, beauty, of grace. Um, you'll be able to bring those kind of qualities into your experience. So I'm going to continue on uh, with Lauren's offering. She says, to truly awaken from the depths of unconsciousness is just not something that can happen without disruption. We are well aware of the extraordinary benefits of disruption and what it has provided us on our own journey of reclamation. So too is this required for the masses, for there are so many who are as yet so unaware of what's really going on here and why. So again, you know, if you've lived any years on the planet, you understand that it is our challenges and our traumas uh, that have transformed us more than the easy times. And this really can go on no long, no longer. We just, we can't be a planet that is serving the, the Lord of greed, that greed is the, is the whole point of why we live a human existence. Uh, humans are divine beings and we have been separated from our true essence. So we have been infiltrated by consumption, by greed, by shopping, by um, sexual perversions, pornography, sexual slavery even, violence, warring. Um, uh, these are all distractions um, that keep us unable to claim and connect to our divine nature. Um, so this is, this is just... Lauren and the Palladian Council, they're just reminding us, you know, and if you hear this from people who have spiritual awareness, this must happen in order for us to wake up to the truth of who we are. Now, uh, the more easily that we can go, like the more of us that can go willingly, the easier the journey will be. 
So all of us who are in this position or who have, have chosen to serve in this way, this is the purpose of this podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to wake you up to your own divine nature. Your own journey will be unique to you, but I'm going to try to give you as many tools and resources as I can so that you can find your own way into your divine expression. So uh, that's the purpose. That's the purpose of uh, you know me creating the plant power way. Um, you know, I didn't want to be a chef. I didn't want to cook. You know, I was like, you know, I've always been good at it, but it wasn't on my bucket list. Like I'm going to do this. Um, but I saw how many people are affected by food, <clears throat> and how many people are, um, yeah, eating processed food and just can't find themselves. Like they're it's this density that they can't get in. And now I'm finding that you know it is a big deal, but it's not getting everyone. You know, it's it's not it's not making the change as quickly as is what needs to happen. So you know, this is why I'm doing this podcast. This is why I'm speaking about spiritual matters and perspectives and, you know, even crazy things that some people have never even considered before. Um, I'm doing it for that purpose so that I can serve and fulfill my assignment, um, to help to activate as many beings as possible. Uh, and we are in it now, like the, the, uh, the race has begun. <laughs> so the time to wake up is right now, not next week. Right now would be good. Um, that said, <clears throat> okay, so they're, they're adding to this. That said, the stakes are much higher now, meaning those still unconscious will awaken at a much faster rate during the next creation cycle. Yeah. Lucky for you guys. I suffered for, well, the real dark dismantling was like a nine year period that I'm just out of like a year and a half. And that was brutal, um, and divine. And the beautiful thing is, is that the energy is so accelerated now that it's not going to take you guys nine years. So it's a cakewalk. Literally just, you know, say yes, reclaim your divinity, um, dedicate your life to serving that. Um, and you know, dedicate your life to practices, to eating practices, to ways of being, to meditation, to yoga, um, dedicate your life to finding out who you really are, your, what you loved as a child, um, view the world through the eyes of a child and treat people with love and respect. And you're going to have an amazing amount of energy rushing to support you. I'm not going to say you aren't going to have challenges and all of us aren't going to have challenges. And what the guardians and Lisa Renee have talked about for many, many years is one of the hardest things is going to be watching, uh, so many humans suffer. Um, so it's, a. Uh, it's not a time for kindergarten. Uh, we have to be uh, Jedi warriors. We have to be in our highest and best authentic expression. And we have to do everything in our lives to get us to that state and to maintain that, sp that state. So I think these practices are needed. You know, meditation is needed more than any time. You know, eating a good diet that's clean, that's free of processed foods is required. Um, eating, not eating animal uh, flesh is required at this time. Um, you know, you're ingesting the violence that those animals have experienced and they have been tortured and it is not nothing. And we have enough violence on the planet already. So that's an easy thing you can do like right away. And 
you also will be loving your great mother earth and taking care of her, which is very, very important. The amount of water you, you will save by not eating meat or dairy, the amount of land you will save by not eating meat or dairy, um, and you will not be ingesting the violence into your body. All of those are very, very needed actions that we all can take today, right now, next meal. As a matter of fact, you could do that. So moving along uh, in some more things that Lauren offered in this month's 5D report, she said, anyone who fails to remember the truth of their incarnation experience will be repetitively nudged to question the bigger picture in the coming weeks, months, years, for the light on earth is growing so fast and glowing so bright that soon there will be no place left for the truth to hide. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. But again, remembering that the universe is knocking. Okay, it's knocking. And then if you're not listening, it's going to pound a little harder. And then if you're still not listening, uh, you know, it might come with a sledgehammer. So what I'm wanting is for you to come willingly uh, so that uh, it's just less painful, I guess. That's a very simple summary. So then she says, so yes, the 3D world will get hairy in parts, and there will be moments when we might entertain fear-based thoughts that convince us to believe in the reality for a mo- in that reality for a moment, to believe that perhaps our rights are being taken or that our security is threatened. But largely, we know better, and so we will be called again and again to ask and ask to maintain our sobriety, to remember the truth of our power over all else. For those of us who have spent the last decade deriving joy from within and creating our lives from a place of true self-governance and self-sustainability, that reality won't affect us in adverse ways. When we live our lives by vibrational law, we know that the only real security we are provided in life is our purified personal resonance, that the higher our vibration, the less discordant our lives, that when we reside in love, all in caps, we are always and in all ways protected. Only then are we truly safe from harm's way. That's right. And uh, the teachings of the template, Jiva and Juliet Carver, they say, love is your protection. It's the mantra. Love is your protection. So, you know, again, you can't fight. uh, You can't fight for peace. (laughs) Um, We can't fight violence with violence. Um, We have to transcend. We have to access something that is quantum. And getting back to my, my cheese exploration, you know, I really learned in that expression and that process that there are quantum ways of doing things that we don't know of yet. And we need our children awake and not drugged and with us so that they can channel these quantum solutions. I mean, it's such an extraordinarily exciting time on the planet. So many amazing humans that are accessing their divinity 
and creation has created this beauty, this immense beauty in every one of us. And so as we stop looking to structures and stop connecting with the old paradigm and stop staying in that lower vibrating reality, we open ourselves up to so many other ways. And just in the land of cheese, who knew you could have creamy cheese without using any dairy or milk? I mean, it seems impossible to me And I guarantee you, I have a fresh mozzarella that is just dripping in a milky, it's coconut milk, actually. Um, It is so delicious that you might fall down on the floor. I think you might. I really think you might. So anyway, that's what I wanted to present to you guys this week. Uh, It's how to move from frustration into knowing. And so we're really being called to develop those spiritual tools, get yourself to a yoga class, find one in your, wherever you are, or find something online, read everything you can get your hands on, change your diet, do little things in your life. Um, find an organization that you care deeply about and just give to them, you know, not a lot, like, you know, just give, give what you can, but do something every day to know that you are being part of the change, part of the transformation and that you know you're you've really committed make the commitment the commitment is the most important thing because when you have made that heartfelt uh dedication and declaration uh to reclaim the beauty of your divinity all of yourself not any little part or sectioned part of yourself all of yourself um that decision right there is the most important thing. Once you've made the commitment, you're going to be guided. The teachers you need are going to find you and the experiences you need are going to come to you. But we have to dedicate ourselves and also commit to clearing out any imbalances, any lower vibrating emotions that are fear, um, victimhood, jealousy, greed, all of these things that are at operation within us and not in a judgmental way, not to flog yourself or beat yourself up, simply understanding you are a human. And by being human, you have certain experiences from thousands of lifetimes that are residing in your body. You also have part of the human collective that is in your body. So, you know, you're just, you're here. And so you have an opportunity to clear these things. And the next time, you have a thought or an emotion that comes to you that is not in alignment with these higher vibrating experiences. You have a decision to stop, to observe it, to recognize it, to use one of my healing techniques, um, to just even simply, you know, um, rescind from participating in it and saying, ah, I see you. I notice, you know, that is, you know, I'm going to replace jealousy with celebration, knowing that, uh, there is no competition in, in nature that, that everyone comes in with enough energy to fulfill themselves and that you being, um, exalted or expressing yourself or fulfilling your mission simply means that I can do it also simply means that that fulfillment has already happened for me because it's happened for you and there's no separation between us. So, you know, I had the amazing life and perspective to have, sat with so many masters and so many spiritual teachers. And, um, you know, I had, uh, you know, I adored them. I love them. And 
it was beautifully shared with me one day in my early, early days that the fact that I could see that in them meant that it existed in me also. And so this is where we have to reside and it takes a commitment. You know, sure, we get frustrated, you know, sure, we have to have a moment where we like, you know, pound our fist in the pillow or, you know, cuss in the car or something (laughs) just because it's so frustrating, but we have to commit to bring ourselves back to love all the time to stay in this, in knowing that all is well, knowing this transformation is going to happen, knowing that we are going to rise and that the amazing attributes of what it means to be human are going to be realized on this planet and they are going to be realized in our lifetime. And we are going to preserve our earth and we are going to love each other and we are going to create beautiful communities and expressions never before experienced. The beauty is going to be so immense and so vast and so incredible. And so for right now, we have somebody who has a consciousness that is young, that is playing this role in this uh, position and, um, and that's okay. And that is part of the grand divine play. It is the mandala of what has to happen in order for us to reclaim our divinity, reclaim our beauty, and reclaim our place uh, living as expressions of pure, pure love. And as I sit here right now sharing this information with you, I am sitting on a poncho that was my father's, uh, my father passed away last year. He was, uh, uh, an NRA member. He was a hunter. Um, he, uh, was a Bush supporter. He was everything that I'm not. And at the end of his life, uh, my, one of my most valued possessions was finding this poncho that he had as a young man when he worked in the jungles of Ecuador. And, uh, I sit on this blanket often when I meditate. And, um, you know, we are not separate from all of our experiences and everyone has to play a part. And, um, I am devoted to, uh, serving that. And I am devoted to realizing, uh, that all of this is happening through the design of divinity, through the mandala of something much higher. And while I might not agree with it, or it might cause me some discomfort, it might teach me some valuable lessons, um, I know at the core that there is only love and that is uh, behind all experiences, behind all identity, behind all personalities. And I had the amazing experience with my father in the last days of his life of having our separation come full circle. And he and my mother allowed me to uh, help him die and to experience a divine passing that included uh, me wrapping him, all of us washing his body in rose water and um, uh, fully realizing my role as a healer in uh, my essence in being able to assist him in passing. And I had an experience of seeing the great ancient one looking at me through his eyes. And 
It was an experience I will never forget. And it is one of the most profound experiences of my life. And I laughed for months afterwards uh, and still giggle because in my experience, this, this healing, this merging, this resolution between him and me was never going to happen this lifetime. And the fact that it did made me laugh because it shows that from our perspective, we know so little. So focus on the important thing, which is living your authentic self. Stay out of blaming, stay out of the frustration, and be your beautiful self as big as you can, and take action where you can. Uh, Reach your hands out and help those in need as you can, and let's cultivate neutrality, okay? Neutral, loving, compassion. That is our safe zone right there. So let's be devotional and not emotional. I'll have a healing technique for you guys this week on Thursday. I'm going to post this on Monday this week, President's Day. And um, uh, thank you for joining me on this odyssey of spiritual transformation. Thank you for your courage to show up and to want to break out of uh, a very, very stale old paradigm. (laughs) Let's, uh, Let's find a way to fly together and... Until next week, know, please know this, that even if no one else believes in you, that I believe in you to find your way home. Have a beautiful week. Namaste. If you're feeling some healing and you like what you hear, please share your love and support the show. I want to thank everyone who has pledged on Patreon We have a beautiful group coming together really beautifully there, and I deeply appreciate your support. It's because of you that I'm able to provide this content. Uh, As well, I have a new website. If you haven't seen it, srimati.com. That's S-R-I-M-A-T-I.com. You can find out everything I'm doing on that site. And I just want to take a minute to announce, Rich and I are just announcing our next retreat in Italy, in Tuscany. It is an extraordinary experience, one that will change your life. Uh, It changes my life every time. It is a week of yoga, of plant-based food, of running, of laughter, of workshops and programs, of different yogi practices, rituals, also relationships, um, consciousness, diet, um, sustainability. So come and spend a week with Rich and I, um, become part of the Plant Power Wave family. We now have 66 people uh, that we are connected with on Facebook, and that uh, community is really developing into something extraordinary. If you're interested, go to ourplantpowerworld.com, or I think plantpowerworld.com, both sites leave there. And uh, send Mel an email, and uh, she'll give you all the details. It's uh, It's been an extraordinary group the two times before, and uh, a mix of all different people from all different walks of life, some couples, some single, some young, some older. Uh, so uh, if it is uh, feeling like you're at divine appointment, uh, we will be so honored to spend this intimate, beautiful week with you. So thanks so much. And for those of you who are coming to uh, our event in Sydney and Melbourne, uh, we're so excited. I've never been to Australia before. 
And I wanted to ask uh, in Sydney and Melbourne, if anybody listening to the podcast has access to a harmonium, could you guys message me? Uh, I would greatly appreciate it. I'm looking to borrow one or rent one. And then also I'm looking for a cellist uh, possibly to accompany me. So uh, if you know of anyone and it's not like, it's more like rock cellist, so it doesn't have to be like a classical, you know, virtuoso. It can just be even um, a student would be amazing. I, I love playing with young people. So if anybody's child plays cello or um, you know of anyone, uh, message me and let me know. You can email me at srimatimusic at gmail.com. Um, thanks so much for all the messages and letters I got this week. And I will be um, doing my best to address those subjects in the coming weeks. And if you haven't left a review on iTunes, um, that would be amazing. If you have a moment, you can go there and leave me a review. All right, you guys, uh, be well, and I'll speak to you soon. Namaste. Sweet pepper life Smile